You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Today, we're going to be filling gaps, Lauren. Oh, yeah? Like what kind of gaps? So I have always thought, you know, there's a difference between traditional advertising, social media advertising, outreach, PR. There's that little goo, that gap in the middle that has to be filled. And I love to fill that with e-newsletters. Okay. Let's so talk about it. Let's. I think we should talk about e-newsletters for a moment and just talk about the importance of e-newsletters. Uh, a lot of people, you know used to do traditional newsletters and print those and the value of an e-newsletter, whether it's uh, monthly, bi-weekly, quarterly is, is imperative. So let's talk a little bit about ROI. Everyone wants to know kind of like what that looks like. Um, so the ROI for every dollar spent on an email marketing campaign on average is $42. So every, every dollar Gains on average $42. How's that? I'll take it every day. Yeah, every day. Now, here's a stat that kind of blows my mind, but not. I'm not sure. So billions of emails are sent every day. As a matter of fact, 306 billion to be exact. I'm kind of uh, puzzled here because my mom probably sends me about 300 billion a day. So that only leaves six billion left for the rest of the, <laughs> I of the population. I think they only mean marketing communications. And oh, the is that we'll how leave that mom is? out of it. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave moms out of it. Okay. I just thought <laughs> Love maybe. Love you, Jody. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's blowing it up. She's skewing the statistics. So, uh, And then basically email helps you reach your consumers fast. In other words, 21% of opened emails are opened within the very first hour of delivery. So, Almost definitely one in five, really almost closer to one in four. As soon as that email hits that inbox, they're opened within that uh, first hour. And of course, there are some other things really important. But the one thing that I always talk about is people say, well, I get emails all the time or I see email, emails all the time. 61% of consumers actually say they enjoy receiving promotional emails weekly. Oh, that's, that's really good weekly. news. Yeah, yeah, because you, you think, you know, is there fatigue or, or that type of thing? So uh, email marketing, specifically newsletters, it's viable, super viable. So something that I always really love is like you kind of mentioned, it's that gap filler. Um, but it's definitely if you're not if you are not engaging in email marketing right now, now is the time to start. Um, we've seen in the past year with the pandemic open rates going higher, you know, people more engaged with content as long as you're serving them what they want. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but it's also so easy to monitor and track. It's really pretty quick to put together. I mean, there are just so many pluses and we'll talk about some more of these soon. Um, but I mean, that's what I love about it. I mean, I love several things about it, but and I like getting content. I mean, just personally from brands that I love, I like staying on top of things. So even if I read a couple of highlights and delete it, I still feel like I'm, you know, informed. So I love it. Um, we have several clients who we do some campaigns for, you know, recurring, whether they're, you know, like Tony said, monthly or 
special offers, that sort of thing. And I think it's viable. We always pay attention to those open rates. Um, and we have definitely seen those rates go up for our clients specifically in the last year as well. So. Absolutely. I think those are kind of bellwethers. I mean, if you layer that information on with uh, engagements, uh, either sales or social media, I mean, it's just another way to to not only uh, connect with your consumers, but also glean data back about their interests and what they want to hear. So speaking of which, how about some do's and don'ts about what consumers want to hear and what you should do? So yeah, go for it. So I'll hit you with a couple. Um, A couple of these are kind of like what I just call housekeeping, which is you do want to segment your contact lists. So you could do that based on um, the interest of your audience or where they are in their visitor journey. Um, If they're already a client or if they are a list that you like to warm up to maybe be a client or customer potential list. Um, They could be people who have, you know, utilized a program that you have before so that they're familiar. So you're going to serve these different contact lists separately and with different types of content. You do not want to just send the same email to every subscriber on your list all the time. Will there be instances where it may be appropriate? Probably so. But in every case, it won't be necessary. So just make sure that you're segmenting your list from the beginning. Or if you go in now, start segmenting them, clean them up um, so that you can serve people what they want. That's my biggest one. Um, The other do is try to grow your list like what I would say the right way. So drive people to a form to subscribe Um, or send, if you're doing like, if you already have email addresses, but you don't know what they kind of want, or if they want to be subscribed, you can send them in and send them an opt-in email to make sure that you serve the content to them, um, that they want. The other thing, um, that I think is really important is, you know, and I'm going to kind of dive into content here, but just personalization as much as you can, um, any type of personal greeting or personalized like content feeling can actually increase your email's chance of being opened by nearly 30%. So besides the content, even just simply adding a personalized name or something in the subject line, even that sounds personal, um, that will hugely increase your success rate. That's really important. I think the segmentation is huge. Uh, you can't get that uh, personalization if you don't segment those letters or excuse me, right. those lists. Uh, the other thing that's really interesting to me is uh, on the go. So that segmentation, it's interesting because you can actually see if people opened a desktop or if they opened, you know, on their phone or whatever. And the, the device, mobile device uh, engagement has grown by 100% since 2011. So basically people that are looking at e-newsletters don't assume that they're looking you know, at their, at their desk. It may be something they grab and go just as any uh, other piece of um, you know, information today. So Absolutely. Always think about um, people reading things on their phone for sure. Um, at least with the majority of our campaigns, um, our system allows you to see who's opening on what type of device and they are majority generally mobile, which that will depend on who, you know, what type of business you have and who your contacts are, obviously. But make sure you pay attention to that. The look and feel of your email, the branding and the content is very important. Um, make sure that you're checking each element that you've included to make sure that it 
works, you know, both on desktop or mobile, and then it displays appropriately um, before you, you know, push that send. Send it to yourself, um, check it, send a test email to a couple of colleagues even, um, and make sure you're checking links. Nothing is more um, annoying to a consumer when they want to maybe make a purchase or sign up for a class or whatever you're giving them, and that link is broken. Um, check for typos, other errors, that sort of thing too. And and to that point, I think that the the fact that information is snackable. In other words, if you're on a smartphone and you just have to bzz, bzz, you know go through go through, and you have this huge long uh, piece of content. That is not something that people can utilize. So I think right. it's very important to understand, like, it's based on your, you know, um, time zone. It's based on your interest. It's based on what you as a consumer see from your engagements and how they like to be fed that information. Don't just send every single thing to every single person you've got. Right. And not necessarily everyone. Um, and those different lists would be like you mentioned time zones. Not everyone may be, um, you know, the best time for them to receive may not be Wednesday at 10 a.m. for everybody. With your segmentation, make sure you're sending to each list at the right time. And then as you progress through your campaigns, you can use your reporting and your tracking to improve your future campaigns. So if you're seeing that people are opening more in the afternoon and not the morning, then obviously, you know, start sending more things in the afternoon. So pay attention to those analytics as well. Um, and make sure you're recording when you're sending things so that you can pay attention for next time. Perfect. Um, let's talk a little bit more about content, though. Just a few kind of do's and don'ts and things that work really well. Um, first of all is definitely your subject line. Um, you might even want to do some AB testing with each, you know, campaign and see what subject lines, um, work the best and then utilize, you know, and kind of tweak that for next time. So that's definitely important. That pre-header text and that headline, um, besides the person seeing who it's coming from will either encourage or discourage people, um, to open an email. So don't forget about it. Don't just send it with, you know, anything. Think about what the content is and what is really exciting and use that for your headline and your preheader text. Smart, really smart. A couple of other things that um, just work well. If you have great video, use that video in your email marketing as well. Um, you may even want to include like, you know, the word video in the email subject line to entice people. Like you said, keep it snackable, um, you know, write some content to go along with it. Don't just send like an embedded video and that's it, you know, but um, video works really well. Um, anything informative. So, um, you know, education, educational materials are great. Um, links to educational materials work well. That way it's not always something salesy also. Um, offer something for your customers to learn or like a DIY or a free ebook or course, webinar, whatever you have. That's always great. Um, speaking of free giveaways and contests work really well too. It could be, you know, a literal prize or it could be like a free educational tool too. So yeah. those yeah. are always fun to do. And I always love, uh, you talked about video, but you know, art is still important. Content's important. Art's important, but don't embed everything into one giant image no. and send because that that doesn't help at all basically you can't see it so 
Right. And that way you can only like link to one landing page or one thing on your website, which is something else we briefly mentioned, but I do want to touch on is if you have some long form content, maybe it's, you know, a case study or a success story or um, something that is more of like a feature, even um, put a teaser, put a little bit of that content in the newsletter, and then put the rest of it on a landing page on your website. And that way it's trackable and you aren't serving a recipient an email that is, you know, 27,000 scrolls long. So get make it snackable, get their interest and get them to click to your website where they can also find other content when they're done reading that piece. Absolutely. The other thing that we like um, is testimonials. You can make those into graphics, you can include those as text, but there are so, so many ideas for content, um, you know, just depending on your business. But those are a few things we really like. I also like um, Q&A. Like if you are getting a bunch of the same question over and over, maybe on your social media or via phone calls, whatever it is, um, helping someone solve a problem with an email, like already coming to them, it's like reading their mind. So that is going to give them something like a great nod of your customer service by just answering something or solving a problem for them. So yeah. I think that's yeah. always good too. And don't be afraid to actually do a little bit of a call to action. I mean, either in the footer or something like that, you know, if you're looking for help or a little bit about us, give your audience a a reason to connect with you. It's not just free information. That's the in. But ultimately, you want your e-newsletter to drive people to websites, get phone calls, emails. That's the importance of that of that marketing tool. Right. And the last piece that I'll mention um, is something that's a little bit more new. I'm sure you've all experienced though, but it's more automation. So maybe you were shoe shopping and you put some shoes online, you put some shoes in your cart, but you did not purchase them. And then you get an email in like an hour, like, Hey, your cart is sad that you left it and make your purchase. Now here's a 5% (laughs) off coupon. My cart, my cart is always sad when I leave it. That's the way it works. (laughs) Um, those are automated. So there are ways and there are tools, software that you can do that yourself. Um, that way that you are getting that person, um, another little nibble to come back and revisit and, you know, make that purchase or send that form, whatever you'd like them to do, um, to complete their journey basically. So, um, you know, between dynamic content and that and personalization, you can make someone feel very, very special um, and really put your customer service at that next level with some of these offerings. You know, Lauren, speaking of special, I just have to tell you, you did a great job today. I mean, this, you know, (laughs) I think it's important, you know, it's always important when we chat about things that we do and know, but you know, I mean, uh, you never let the cart be sad you're always given snackable information. Lauren, you are an expert at strategic marketing. You should you should try to get into <laughs> that field someday. So Oh, thanks. I think it's because I like the other side, which is the shopping. So oh. as a consumer, a professional consumer, I think that helps me with my knowledge. That's that's good to know. That is quite the insight <laughs> from you. So Excellent. Well, we have definitely filled the gap with uh, newsletter and newsletter information. So I think we can probably wrap it up for this week. Uh, no barbecue, no cars, but we have definitely gotten some, gotten the 411 out there for sure. Yep. Some good email marketing tips for sure. Excellent. Well, on that note, this is Tony Van. 
This is Lauren Doherty. And we'll talk to you next week on the GFX Podcast. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com. Oh, 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 oh